Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Against for you, Northwestern State Demons new head coach Corey Gibson out of the Southern Conference down in Louisiana doing big things already. Coach Gibson, good to see you, man. How are you doing, brother? Man, everything is fantastic. I appreciate you having me on the show. Looking forward to kicking and vibing with you, man. Appreciate you. Anytime, brother. Coach Gibson, let's ask you this, man. Uh, you know, you started off with Austin P after junior college, man. Uh, I'm a TSU Tiger grad, so I know how it is with the governors up there, man. So we had a little rivalry about 24 there. But from both Austin P now to being a head coach, man, how's it feel, brother? You know, it's truly a blessing and, and it's really humbling. You know, um, in this coaching profession, you know, there's so many other people, you know, across the land that are deserving of opportunities. And so, you know, when we get one, we have to really, you know, take into account of people that have been before us and people that are coming after us. And we have to uh, represent and uh, uphold these situation with integrity. No doubt. And, you know, for you, Coach, you know, you've been a coach for years. You know, you, you've done your work. You're putting in your time, man. So what about this opportunity where you said to your Zeus can say, hey, this is a good job for me and my family to go down here and leave Missouri State now, take up my, my leap of faith here and be a head-to-head man down here in Louisiana, man. Absolutely. You know, my, my wife is a prayer warrior. You know, she gets she gets up in that closet and gets down on bending knees. And, and when this situation came about, I noticed that light in the that light in the closet started going off a little more. And, um, and one day she came out there and she said, baby, this feels right. She said, she said, I got all the answers that I need to know. And, um, and when she said that, a sense of calm came over me because I know she's a spiritual person. And, you know, we don't we don't necessarily make moves from a, from a worldly standpoint. We make them from a spiritual standpoint. And so all, everything is was aligned and everything fell in place the way it was supposed to. No doubt. And you know what? I feel like this is a good spot for you because you're starting off fresh. You know, um, these guys can see you. You give your energy right now. I feel it over, over through this Zoom call, your spiritual energy and how you are as a person, how you're going to be as a coach, man. And I feel like. For these young men to have you as a coach is real blessing because a true man of God, a true man of character, help mold young men to be better after college 40 years from now. Well, thank thank you so much for those kind words. And, and you know, all we can do is just be transparent in how we go about our business. And um, and as coaches, you know, we have an obligation to also be the best versions of ourselves. And we have to give those young men the best that we have to offer them. And that's number one is love. And uh, number two is accountability and discipline. And, you know, when you give them that, when you love on them and you give them accountability, accountability and discipline, those ingredients come together real well. No doubt, Coach. You know, I'm asking you, you know, my father's a coach. He's 81 years old, you know, still uh, have guys talking to him right now on his phone. He tells me all the time that I might be his only biological son. He's a, a thousand sons. See, he always tells me, you're not my only son, sons, but 
what, what about this profession really touches your heart so much, Coach? Because, you know, my father said he wanted to help young kids here in, here in, in Georgia. Well, what, 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 what kind of give people to you, Coach? I want to get in, be in this business here and help my young men and help guys grow and become great human beings. I'm going to tell you, you know, your, your upbringing, upbringing is very similar to mine. Man, I got so many brothers and sisters, uh, not just in the U.S., but even, even global, that have lived in my home as a child growing up. And um, I remember telling this story to a dear friend of mine a couple of years ago. Um, I had some real good friends growing up that, that lived in my neighborhood. And there were times where maybe I wanted a new pair of shoes or a pair of shorts or a new coat or something like that. And I couldn't get it unless my dad could get it for them also. I couldn't, I couldn't walk around with a new pair of shoes and my, and my friends didn't have a new pair. He didn't, he didn't believe in me having it, but I was around him every day. So once he could get it for them, then I got it. So, so the way that I approach the game and the way that I approach these young men is, has a lot to do with the upbringing that I had is because we all are one big family. And we're all on the same page. And we only got two rules in the program. Two rules. The first one is, is do the next right thing. Okay? And the second one is 100% buy-in. 100% of the time for 100% of the group. 100%. And, you know, that's kind of how my father was. My father always was about, you know, doing the next right thing. You know, he always talked about that. Even, and I said, Dad, what should I do? What's the next right thing? That's what he always tells me to this day when I talk to him. You know, he gives me advice. I'm in my, my mid-30s coach, so, you know, I'm a little older than some of you guys you're coaching, but he's like, next right thing, son. And, you know, for, for me, that helped me with my career in radio here. Like, Finding the right niche to do my own thing because I I learned early in the game, coach, that hey, I, I couldn't be a co-host. I need to have my own show. <laughs> hey, you talking about me and my energy? Your energy is off the charts. Hey, so look, we, got, we got to have you come talk to the team. <laughs> no, no doubt, I love to. So like I said, Dad, I I said, Dad, I can't be a co-host. I got too many ideas out here. So that grounding he gave me he said, if it's feel it in your heart and your spirit, do it. And I did it. Now, Coach, it was some long nights, 2 to 6, 6 a.m., the graveyard shift, me, trucks, and deers, and concrete. <laughs> but three years of it, now it gave me the way I am today. So it's a blessing. So any young men out here, like me and Coach Gibson, we're, we're OVC guys. And look That's at right. us both now. He's a coach, and I got my own radio show that I own on my own fully. So we're both blessed black men in this, in this world. Absolutely. And God is good. God is God is most definitely good all the time. No doubt. And kind of the same thing, Coach. Prepare to be a head coach. How would you go about doing that? Like I said, when I was a co-host, I'm like, I knew I said to prepare to be a host of my own. For you, how did you prepare to be a head coach, being a coach for the guys you, you've coached with in your career? You know, really, to be honest with you, that's a great question. In any profession, we have to make sure we don't skip steps. And sometimes, you know, it's very tempting to want to skip steps to try to expedite the process. Yes. But, but when we skip steps, what happen is, is that we'll start to have some, some holes in our life that will eventually need to be filled. When we try to expedite the process before it's time, we're all on God's time. So whatever that we have coming to us, it'll be for us and in due time. When the time is right, it'll be presented to us. And so what I've tried to do in the way that I was raised, I've tried to make sure that I stay humble, number one, stay true to who I am, 
and not skip any steps and just really waited on process, wait, waited on the process and waited for the right thing to present itself before me and my family made the next move. And that, that has always been my agenda and my motto. 100% coach, you know, that's so profound right there because like you said, so many times we jump at the first thing, it may not be the right thing. And sometimes I know in my career, a setback has been set up for a comeback, you know, because I'll never forget, I got fired after, after my grandmother passed away. I got fired. I, I come back from burying my grandmother. I'm, I'm fired next Wednesday because I chose to spend my last weeks of my grandmother's life with my grandmother. I got fired. <laughs> like, so I know what it is to have to, you know, find the right niche where it hurts in the moment, but also not knowing what God has for you down the road. So That's a lot right. of that temporary setback stop you essential for a comeback so 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 profound coach as well man and for you man you're a young man i feel like have will have or the right temperament because your temperament coach is great you know young men need to hear it you know i always be cursed out to get your point across you know what i'm saying and i feel like too many times in coaching coaches tend to use the curse word to impact impact the young man rather than challenge them as a young man help guide their path without having to go cuss them out or make them feel down about themselves that's right. That's right. Hey, man, you know, kid, kids and young men, and, th and these guys are young men now. I mean, you take, like, college basketball. College basketball, to me, is the new G League, okay? Uh, the point guard we just signed, he's 23 years old. I mean, think about that. He's 23 years old and still have two years of eligibility left. And so in saying that is that in coaching these young men, we have to coach them like they're young men. They're not kids. And so we have to transform my mind and realize what we're dealing with. It's just like coaching a professional player. You know, when you're coaching a professional player, you don't just tell them what to do. You have to explain why you're doing it because they may know it just a little bit better than you. They may know if you're coaching Rajon Rondo, you can't just tell Rajon what to do. Rajon may know it just a little bit better than you. So you got to explain, hey, Rajon, this is why we're doing it. And he's like, oh, okay, I see why we're doing it, coach. It's the same way we're coaching these young men in college now. You have to realize they were a boy when they first went to college, okay? Then they were a, a young man. And now with, with the COVID years and expansion of that, now they are, they are an actual adult by the time they leave in college. I mean, 23, 24, 25 years of age. And so we as coaches, we got to make adjustments too in how we articulate and how we relay our message. No doubt, Coach. And I see you right now with Trey and Nate McMillan, who's been a great player, but Trey wants to know why, Coach McMillan. <laughs> you know, Nate's been a – Nate's coach for many years, but Trey still asks him why. And sometimes they don't agree, agree – agree, this is a good agree sometimes because, you know, Trey don't really agree with what Nate's saying, but it's like – but like you said, a great player's going to question what you're saying. Always. So I see that, I see it all the time with these two guys. I'm blessed to be around it, but to see what see the two young these two point guards go at it, it's kind of funny to see old school old school VV new school all the time. It's kind of funny to see, man. Oh, it's unreal. And, and and you and you know this better than anybody. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yes, you can. you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if a person feels like you don't care about them, they're not even going to digest what you give them. Amen to that. Amen to that, coach. You know what I love is what man this man with the new portal. I know it's kind of tricky, 
but you can kind of find the right fit for your program. You know, give a guy another opportunity who may need another chance elsewhere where they didn't work out the first time around. And so do you see yourself going more high school route or JUCO international grad transfer kind of a team where you want to kind of mix all of it together and find the right mix of guys to get you where you all want to be down in your conference? We're just going after the right guys. You know, we don't, we don't care where they come from. We're going after the right guys. And, and But what we're not going to do is this. We're not going to take the wrong guy, whether he from in-state, whether he's from high school, JUCO, prep school, portal, what have you. We're not going to take the wrong guy and he beat us every day. Okay? But what we're going to do is that we're going to go after the right guy. And, and, and the worst that can happen when you go after the right guy and don't get him is that he go in conference and you have to play him twice a year in the regular season. That ain't so bad. Okay, and then you have to see him again in the, in the postseason, the conference tournament. So you play him three times. If he's that good, then maybe he's good enough to help his team beat you three times. But what we're not going to do is waste any time taking the wrong guy and they beat us every freaking day behind closed doors. Amen to that. I've seen that too many times <laughs> in different programs. I'm with you, Coach. I'm with you, brother. And for you getting hired early, how's it been getting to know the guys you have now on the roster, maybe seeing what you got on court already because you get ready to kind of give them some things to do in June when those eight weeks come up for you all to prepare for the summertime here? Absolutely. That's a great question. You know, it's been, uh, it's been crucial and it's been critical in, uh, in us expediting the process of what we're transitioning into. Um, obviously, it's an adjustment because um, it's, a, it's a change. You know, anytime you have change, you know, sometimes change can be hard. But, uh, but Coach McConaughey, you know, has a great legacy. And uh, we want to make sure that we represent his legacy the right way. And we want to continue to change in the right way to where we represent his legacy, represent the university, and um, just do the best job that we possibly can to represent this community. I hear that, Coach, and let me ask you about um, my man, Rodney Hamilton, man, a uh, guy I've known for a lot, many years from Tennessee State, man. Now he's coming to be associate head coach with you down there. Talk about what he's going to mean to your program and what he means to you personally, man. Man, he's already he's already helped in a tremendous way. I mean, in practice, you know, he's so hands-on. He's very energetic. He's enthusiastic, very knowledgeable of the game. Um, you know, he's one of the greatest players to ever play at Georgia State. And so, you know, everything that he says, you know, the players, they, they, they hang on to every word. And it's just a matter of time before, you know, Coach Hamilton will be running his own program. So, you know, we're going to appreciate him while we got him. But uh, I don't give him long. He'll be running his own Division One program one day. No doubt. And Coach Gibson, when you come to Atlanta, man, when you, where, where you go to eat when you come to town, man? Do you go to the varsity? Do you go to Buckhead? Where do you go you bring you and your wife to town when you were down here recruiting, man? I'm going to tell you what we're going to do, man. We're going to, me and the wife, we're going to go down to Papa Do's and I'm going to give me some of that black and gator to go. I'm going to get some of those black and gator, okay, with some good old biscuits on the side. Now, now, now I'm tell you this. This is for you, you and your wife. Raised on the river in Cobb County. she like that. Raised on the river. They got, yes. some black, got some black and gator. See, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm down here in, I'm down here in, 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 in Natchitoches, Louisiana now. I'm all on the, <laughs> Hey, see, they got everything you want down there, Coach. Hey, I've done it, man. It's a good Sunday or Saturday brunch date. Uh, 
get out there and go down to the Battery Land and watch a Brave game if you want to. Yeah, I think it's a good spot to give, give you some good body points, Coach. I promise you on that one, man. I promise you good body points for you on the River, brother. I promise you on that one, Coach. <laughs> hey, I'm going hey, to tell the wife today. I'm going to say you recommended Rays on the River. That's where we're going next time we down that way. I'll treat, you, and I'll treat you too. No doubt, Coach. Coach, thank you for your time, brother. Look forward to doing this again with you real soon, man. I'll be cheering for you guys, man. And I look forward to seeing your success with this program, brother. Hey, thank you. Let me see you do it. Now, you got to give me the fork of demon before you get off now. Let me see. I got you. you. There it is. I got you. All right. We'll see you, buddy. All right. See you, Coach. All right. Later on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.